What's going on, everybody? I'm Josh Meek, the Uber Geek. Thank you very much for joining me here on Pretty Dece, your daily entertainment and pop culture podcast. I want to journey over to the world of board games uh, once again, which I really like to do. And a friend of mine bought a game at Gen Con that uh, we played together, and I really enjoyed the game, so I wanted to talk through my experience with it. That game is called Role Player. Uh, that's R-O-L-L Player, because it's about dice. Get it? You roll them. Huh? Right? Anyway, uh, the, actually, the, the name is both the best and worst part of this game, honestly. <laughs> um, Role Player is a essentially a dice drafting game. So it involves dice, and you are kind of drafting cards and more dice as the game goes. And it is seeking to essentially emulate the character creation process in an RPG. So when you start out, you get a random character sheet that has a race on it. So like a dragonkin or a dwarf, as I as I played. Uh, and then after that, you get a random class, a random backstory, and a random alignment. And this forms kind of the basis, sort of the blank slate of your character that you're building. So for example, I played a savage dwarf warrior maniac. So dwarf was my race. Uh, warrior was my class, savage was my backstory, and maniac was my alignment. Now, each of those things mean something as far as the game goes and give you uh, uh, goals and objectives as well as the game goes along. So, despite being called role player, there's not really actually any role playing, it's all character building. And character building in the sense of you want to build the best RPG character, the coolest RPG character that you can. So you want to essentially line up the stat numbers as you go, and you want to earn the most points by the end. So you earn points in, in many different ways, um, but essentially you have all the same RPG stats that you would expect from like Dungeons and Dragons, for example. You have strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. And each of those stats has a spot for three dice in each of them. So by the end of the game, you will have them all filled up. So you'll have three dice in each one. And you total up the dice in each one of those to give you your value for that stat. So for example, if you have three sixes in strength, you have an 18 strength. If you've ever played Dungeons & Dragons or Pathfinder, this should sound very familiar to you in the, the thing that you're creating. So because we're dealing with dice here, you have a target number that you want to get to for each of these stats. And this is based on your class that you're given. So for example, the Sorcerer card has a, an intelligence of 18. You need to be at exactly 18, that means the three sixes, uh, or you don't get the points for that stat. And for the Sorcerer, that means you would miss out on four points if you didn't have an 18 intelligence. So your main class stats give you more points, but they're also harder to get to because they're the higher numbers. The dice that you're placing are also all different colors, and these are drawn out of a bag at random, and then you get to uh, pick the color that you want, so you get some idea of what you're picking. And the dice colors are important because your background dictates uh, certain spots on the board. So for example, it might say the second die that you put into strength should be red, or the third die that you put into dexterity should be green. 
if you get those, you get points. So, for example, if I do manage to put a red die in the second strength die spot, I will get a point for that, and you get increasingly more points as you fill more and more of, of those objectives up. So that is what your background is for. So the, the class is for uh, target numbers, and the background is for target die colors. Then finally, you have the alignment. So certain cards and certain actions you take place throughout the game will make your alignment go um, in certain directions. So you might become more evil, you might become more chaotic, you might become more lawful, you might become more good. And your particular alignment that you drew has points on it if you end up in the right spot at the end of the game. So for example, I was playing the Maniac, and it wanted me to be, me to be the most chaotic and the most evil that I could be, and then I got three points at the end of the game. The alignment also determines whether you can take certain cards, because certain cards, for example, will, uh, will, as you take them, will make you become more evil, for example, or make you become more chaotic. And if you're already all the way evil or all the way chaotic, you literally can't take that card. So you have to, over the course of the game, manipulate your alignment to be able to acquire the cards you want or to use the skills that you want. So the actual gameplay goes, you, you basically start out with a, a very small number of dice, you, you place them how you want, and the gameplay goes, you, you take turns picking dice, so you roll five of them, you grab one of them that you want, and then you take turns buying cards. And these cards represent all kinds of different things, and they're all essentially things that a role-playing character can do or would carry. So things like weapons armor, maybe traits of the character, so things that are special about them. These are all things that usually end up giving you points at the end of the game. And then, of course, skills, things that a character can do. These don't usually give you points, but they let you manipulate the board in some way or manipulate the other characters in some way, like use their skills, for example. Uh, so, so lots of different things there. Now, the final piece here is when you place a die in each of these uh, stats, so if, when I place a die in strength, for example, I get a power. So each of these stats has a different power, and they let you manipulate the dice that you've placed in some way. So for example, when I place a die in intelligence, it lets me re-roll one of any other die. So maybe I place a six in intelligence, and then I have a one up in strength, but I need that number to be higher. I can re-roll that one to hopefully get a higher number. So each of those skills are different. So for example, one is re-roll, one is increase a die value by one or decrease it by one, one is to swap two dice in, in, in two separate spots, and one is to flip a die directly over, so actually pick it up and, and flip it to its opposite face. Um, one lets you change your alignment by one spot. So there's lots of different ways, depending on the skill that you choose, depending on the stat line that you choose, uh, lots of ways to manipulate the, the, the dice as you have them laid out. Which is very important, because the core of the game is trying to coerce your character into the perfect version of the character as you've been dealt. So you want to have everything lined up as far as your class goes, all of the correct die colors lined up as far as, far as your, your background goes, and of course you want to, at the end of the game, be in the correct alignment spot 
to give yourself the maximum amount of points. So there's lots of like micromanaging going on to make sure that you are thinking ahead in turns and you're lining your dice up correctly and you're not, you know, essentially screwing yourself out of points or putting dice where you where you can't really deal with them anymore. Because you have to think about, you know, okay, if I'm placing my third die here, I'm not going to be able to use this power anymore. So that's that's very important. So the game progresses over these turns until you fill up your cards, then you tally up your points and you see who did best. So super fun. It's super fun to like think about, okay, I need these certain dice here, or I need to figure out how to get a red die here in the last in the last slot so I can finish my background. All of that stuff is really, really fun, and you get very invested in making that work out perfectly for yourself. The only real downside that I have with the game is that you don't really have a lot of interaction with the other players. It is called role player, and that is a pun. That's, that's what they're intending. But since it is a pun on role-playing, I would have really hoped that you had to interact with the other players in some way. You you went on adventures, or you were able to barter with them, or maybe even lie to them or cheat them in some way. But really, you're building your character, the other people are building your, uh, their characters, and the only way that you interact is is deciding on pick order. So if I pick a die that, that has a higher number, I get to buy last, for example. So that's really the only way that you are navigating the board with with the other players. Everything else is just sort of straight ahead in your character sheet. It still, however, is very fun. It's a really fun activity to do with other people, and it is fun to like see the different ways that people spec their characters. For example, I went all armor. So everything that I was buying was dealing with like completing armor sets. And when I would buy armor, it would let me have extra powers. Uh, one of my friends went in the route of, he was just getting traits, just tons and tons of traits. Um, one of our other players had skills that just let him like manipulate his die like crazy. And then every time someone um, would, would, would perform certain actions, he would get more money. So he was just kind of raking in the dough in that regard. So there's lots of different ways to take this game and your individual game might be very different from someone else's. But again, there's not a ton of interaction as far as the actual gameplay goes. There is apparently an expansion that adds like fighting monsters and stuff. So I'm I'm kind of interested in trying that out. That might add a little bit more to the game to feel like you are uh, actually using the character that you are creating rather than just perfecting the character. Uh, but it does a really actually good job of like of of distilling some of these RPG tropes down into what actually is a very different game, uh, but very very cool. So, role player is out there. It was a Kickstarter, but now it's just available for purchase. So go check out role player if you like these types of games.